My next guest is a best-selling, award-winning author of more than 40 books. And these are books you've most likely read already. Austin Land, The Goose Girl, Princess Academy, and she even has a newly released audiobook for the whole family to enjoy. And I'm joined by author Shannon Hale to talk about her newest project. Hi, Shannon. Hello. We're old friends. I can't we pretend are. like I'm just yeah, introducing you. Together. So you released your graphic novel, Best Friends, yes. in 2019, and it was a New York Times bestseller named a best book of 2019 by NPR and Chicago Public Library and School Library Journal. Wow. Okay, what are the messages of this book that has so many well, Best Friends is actually a memoir of me growing up in Salt Lake City, Utah, at Wasatch Elementary. It's a series, and Best Friends is specifically about sixth grade. And it's a graphic novel, so it's like, you know, comic book with pictures in it. Um, and it's really about, you know, sixth grade is a turbulent time. It's a transitional age. And I wanted to be really honest about how it felt growing up at this time, friendship troubles, social dynamic changes, and also I grew up with an undiagnosed anxiety disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder. So I wanna be honest about that. So kids who struggle with those things could not feel alone and kids who didn't understand what they were could gain some empathy. And you did an audiobook. Is that something you don't normally do? Is this kind of different? It is different because it's a graphic novel. Okay. I'm like, how do you do a graphic yes. novel audiobook? And why did you feel like it was important to do an audiobook? Well, for one thing, I love graphic novels. So they really reach a lot of kids who are just can't quite manage the prose novels, but they do exclude other kids like the blind and vision impaired. So I really wanted to make sure that it, everyone had access to it. But also, audiobooks are great for sharing because you can listen to it in the car, on family trips, and then parents are hearing the same things their kids are hearing and have discussions about it. Yeah, so this is something like we could just listen to on a road trip with our kids? Yes, absolutely. And it's actually, it's, a, it's an unusual audiobook because it uh, was originally a graphic novel. It has a lot of audio cues and sound effects, so it actually feels more like a, a, just an auditory movie or a radio play than an a traditional audio An old radio show. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I understand you had your whole family involved in the audiobook? I did. I love to involve my kids whenever I can. They read my books, they give me feedback, I brainstorm ideas with them, but this was really kind of special. It just happened that right when I was making this audiobook about sixth grade, I had two real live sixth graders in my home, because my youngest are twins, and we wanted to involve them somehow. So I. Um, actually narrate the audiobook because it's literally me uh, it's my voice talking about is memoir but there's a full cast of professional actors who are great but my daughter's got to do a couple of parts of real sixth graders and then at the end as bonus content we did an interview where I interviewed them about what it's like to be in sixth grade now and they interviewed me about being sixth grade in the 80s and we compare I mean, we're really honest. It's hilarious. It was really a career high. Oh, I love that. I love when the authors read their own books anyway, because you're the one who wrote it and you, you know where the inflection should be and everything. So that is awesome. Okay, so Best Friends, it's about navigating friendships in adolescence. And we wanted to get your thoughts on this topic just in general. Okay. So you're going to help us help our kids navigate through the different years. We're going to start with elementary school, which is where this book takes place. Yes, absolutely. So I, I have four kids and there are some things that took me a while to learn. And I would say my biggest piece of advice um, for all ages is for parents, our role is not to solve it for them. When they come to us with the friendship troubles, it's to be present and just listen and love. It's so hard for me. I want to jump in and say, but why did you say that? Or what, how yeah. do you feel about that? And it just does not helpful. So being that constant loving presence in the moment, 
after the high drama, after the big emotional moment is when there's opportunities for kind of teaching healthy relationships. Some of the best ways to do this in elementary school are to read books together and look at picture books and be like, what do you think this character is thinking? Or why do you think this character said that? And that's gonna teach them to look for, at other people's points of view and it's gonna teach them about empathy, which is gonna help them navigate friendships more easily. Great, easy, non-threatening way to discuss those things. Okay. Now this, I think, is the hardest one for a lot of people, junior high. Yes, and for a reason. It's a very messy and emotional time. I have two kids in junior high right now. I have two that have passed through it. And I think the biggest thing to remember for myself at this age is every question my kid asks me, the underlying question is, will you love me no matter what? And the underlying question of that is, am I lovable no matter what? They don't realize that's what they're asking, but that's where they are. Their brains are changing so fast. Their bodies are changing. The social dynamics of school are insane. And they just need to know no matter what they are loved. And they have that space to make mistakes. So again, that steady presence, listening to what's going on, not trying to fix everything is paramount. Do you love me with the zits? Do you love me with the braces? Do you, <laughs> you love me with the I said this mean thing to a kid at school and yes. now they're mad at me. Okay, thank you, Shanna. Okay, and then the final one, high school. Yes, I've got a high school right now. And uh, it's the same advice, but in high school, it's important to remember that our support is starting to go this way, right? When they're younger, we've, we're with them all the time. They're getting more and more independence, and we need to respect that independence. Unsolicited advice sounds like criticism. Mm -hmm. And the thing I try to rem remind myself all the time is I wanna have the kind of relationship with my kid that if they're somewhere at night and they're in a dangerous situation, they'll call me. Yeah. That they won't feel like I'm the judgmental person that's always trying to correct them even though I think I know what they should do in a situation, if I'm always telling them what to do, they're not gonna think of me as the loving person that's gonna have their back. And I want them when they're in danger to be able to call me. So another, they're also old enough now that you can ask them when they're venting to you, to ask them, right now, do you need, do you need me to be a listener or do you need me to jump in with advice and like brainstorm solutions? And they'll tell you and like, okay, I know my role and that's what I'm gonna do. And because um, th they're old enough now to think through what do I need? What does support look like for me? Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you. I needed to hear that actually, even with my college kids. Okay, where can people, where's the best place to get this audiobook? Is it everywhere? It is, yeah. Your local library. Um, I love the Libby app. If you guys have the Libby app, it's free. You use your library card, you download audiobooks for free. They return automatically from your phone. It's amazing. Also, Audible, Spotify, anywhere audiobooks are sold. It's everywhere, people. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> Thank you, Amy.